T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Sarah Perry is with us right now. Looks like the Defense or the Respect for Marriage Act, what are they calling it? The Respect for Marriage Act is going to pass in the United States Senate, probably even today. Uh, I'm, and I've said this before, I'm someone who uh, probably, well, no, not even probably, was, was for gay marriage before Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. But I'm also for religious liberty. And what, one thing that you do have to be careful about when you hear stuff like this, Re- Respect for Marriage Act, which is going to codify or grant protections to same-sex and interracial couples. Sometimes the devil's in the details, and that's what I wanted to find out from Sarah Perry this afternoon, who's a legal expert at the Heritage Foundation. How are you, Sarah? Good afternoon. Hi. How are you? Thanks for having me. So it, it looks like it is going to pass, though, even today, potentially, right? Yes, actually, it's already passed to the Senate. What we're currently looking at right now, the roll call is actively underway, as you and I are talking right now are the consideration of four religious liberty amendments proposed by a certain number of senators, the most robust of which is a, an amendment for religious liberty purposes offered by Senator Mike Lee. But along with him are amendments that are also under consideration by uh, Senator James Lankford and Senator Marco Rubio, all of which have been offered to expand the protections for religious liberty in this piece of legislation. They are critically important. But as we're talking on the phone right now, we need a 60-vote threshold for Senator Lee's religious liberty amendment to pass. We are currently at 40 votes for yes and 46 votes for no. So we're going to be very much down to the wire on this. So explain the difference between how the bill would um, would work if it passes in its current form versus if it passes with those you know amendments for religious liberty. So there are a couple of considerations that um, we've been tracking very closely. Now, this is obviously a bill that purports to codify nothing more than what the Supreme Court has already determined is a constitutional right to same-sex marriage from the 2015 Supreme Court decision, Obergefell v. Hodges. Except what it also does is it brings into the equation, even though this has never been at risk since Loving versus Virginia in 1967, interracial marriage as well. Now, We have no reason to believe any state in the union would suddenly determine that interracial marriage is illegal or unconstitutional. And in fact, that flies in the face of precedent for decades from the Supreme Court. But it is a talking point designed to gin up hysteria, I think, for not only passage, but to prevent passage of these religious liberty amendments. And there are a couple of problematic provisions. I'll just highlight some of the big areas here. It talks about respect for decent and honorable 
philosophical or religious premises. Respect is one thing regarding a belief on marriage, but protection is entirely another thing. So it's choice of words. I think the silence here, in fact, by failing to say protection for religious liberty and instead saying respect for divergent philosophical or religious premises is very bothersome to us. We also know that while it says that there is no weaponization of this bill by its own terms to call into account the nonprofit status, um, the tax-exempt status of religious organizations and entities, it says nothing about the IRS and its new cadre of 87,000 federal agents from doing exactly that. And if you remember tracking with the Obama administration, Lois Lerner's Department of the Internal Revenue Service decided that they would target explicitly those individuals with tax-exempt status who held fast to a traditional belief on marriage. In addition to that, it also talks about the fact that the bill can't be used as a basis for government bureaucrats to deny licenses, grants, or contracts. But once again, just like the tax-exempt status, it's the terms of the law, this particular bill, saying it doesn't have that effect, but it does it does absolutely nothing to prevent that effect from being achieved through other means. It also mentions the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, which we already know is a protection guaranteed under federal law. And it talks about the First Amendment to the Constitution, religious liberty protections. Again, that is simply stating the obvious. But what it's done is essentially put in the crosshairs those entities and individuals who hold fast to this traditional sexually uh, orthodox perspective, where whether Jewish, Christian, or Muslim, and it says very little about exactly what will be done to protect them, but offers a lot of sort of anodyne description of the fact that they're due respect and not much else. And that that bothers us quite significantly. There, There is no, I mean, this is a rhetorical question, sir, but the Oberfeld decision is not in jeopardy anywhere in this country. There's no movement anywhere for people trying to overturn that decision, right? Correct. And this comes from one separate concurring opinion, not joined by any of the other justices in the watershed Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health decision. That is the decision from June 24th of this year that overturned Roe versus Wade. It was Justice Thomas alone who wrote a separate concurring opinion in which he said, I would like to see this court revisit all of its substantive due process jurisprudence. That is all of the sort of plucked out of thin air rights that the Supreme Court has pulled from the 14th Amendment. Now, the majority in the Dobbs case said, listen, abortion is different. It is inherently different because a third party is involved. We have always said it was different. Even Roe acknowledged it was a different type of 14th Amendment right because of the existence or potential existence of another person. Justice Thomas stands alone while his interpretation of substantive due process may have a lot of substance and weight to it. None of the other justices are willing or eager to take that up, and they were very clear to limit their opinion only to the issue of abortion and nothing else. So what, what is your anticipation if these amendments fail and it passes without the, um, you know, the additional protections for religious liberty, goes back to the House and then they have to send it to the president? But that would not even be in question with the numbers in the House right now, would it? 
No, it wouldn't. And what we're seeing right now, and we're not surprised in the least that this is being pushed through during a lame duck session, which of <laughs> right. course is that period between the end of November and about the second week in January when the freshman class is now sworn in. They know it's already passed the House. They are cramming it through the Senate. Their hope, I think, is to pass it without these religious liberty riders and in so doing, send it to the president's office, who will no doubt sign it into law. And I think then what we can anticipate is a series of legal challenges, because in many respects, this has eliminated the function of dissent, the right under not only the Constitution, but federal law, not just to relegate your faith to your church, your synagogue or your mosque, but to live it out in daily American life. And we're about to see on December 5th, quite a showdown at the Supreme Court. We're going to see this in action when we hear oral arguments in the case of 303 Creative versus Alenis, a website designer who is a Christian, serves everyone equally, but doesn't want to create websites for same-sex marriages. She should have the right to do so under this bill. When it is signed into law, if that is the case, she will not have the ability to dissent. And that's an America that I think terrorizes and terrifies many of us. Yeah, because, you know, I, I can use what I said at the beginning of the segment. Um, I, I have no, I have very many friends who are in, um, you know, gay couples in relationships. I've said this before, longer relationships than some of my, you know, heterosexual friends and their marriages who have ended. By the same token, I, I would absolutely support in the, um, in the case that you just mentioned, the ability for that person to have that religious exemption, right? Absolutely. And the founders felt it was important enough to list among our first freedoms in the Bill of Rights. I, too, have a number of married gay couple friends. I am wonderfully close with them. I give them full opportunity to live as they choose. My desire and the desire of those who follow religious liberty as a form of constitutional expertise and jurisprudence is not to impose our religion on anyone else. And I think there's a fundamental misunderstanding here. What we're seeing instead is ultimately the opportunity for us to live out our religious beliefs as we see fit. And that is simply what we're asking for here. This isn't special treatment. It's simply equal treatment. If you're going to codify Obergefell, you should also codify other religious liberty decisions. But we're not seeing that seriously taken up as an opportunity to be able to amend this particular bill or to offer riders. So we're very yeah. we're very curious as to what the ultimate outcome is going to be here. Sarah Perry, legal expert at the Heritage Foundation, well stated. I appreciate it. Since I have you on the line, one final question, 30 seconds. I ask all the legal experts this, especially those who focus on the court. Do you think we'll ever find out who the Dobbs leaker was? <laughs> I well, know, I right? What, if they haven't told us now, we probably won't find out, and maybe that's the way it's supposed uh, to be. I guess so. Very frustrating. Hey, Sarah, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks for all having right, me. Take care. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle.
vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.